Colorado Preps. Kevin Schaefer with your Colorado Preps cast. Well, basketball season is underway, as you know, and we get back into the Preps cast mode by taking a look at what we feel will be the top teams in 1A and 2A boys. Kind of give you an idea of which teams can challenge for the state championship and if things fall right, which other teams can maybe make a push to the state tournament. Our report is presented by Napa Auto Parts and Bank of Colorado. And that started 1A Boys, where we believe right now we have seven teams with a legitimate shot to win the state championship. And that's where we start there. And we want to emphasize these are not listed in any particular order, but we do want to start with the Debec Dragons. They are the defending state champs. They're out of the gate at 2-0. They lost Brennan Rigsby, their fine player, to a transfer over to Wasatch Academy in Utah. But they do return player of the year in West Ryan. He averaged nearly 20 points a game last year and opened up this campaign with 56 combined points over at the Idalia Tournament, scoring 28 in each of those two games as the Dragons won both ends. Now some of the slack left by the Rigsby transfer and other graduations could be picked up by Jaden Jordan. He netted a career-best 31 points as the Dragons outlasted Briggsdale in overtime to win that Idalia Tournament. Now even though the Dragons have several 2A teams on their schedule in Western Slope League play, that game against Briggsdale could actually prove their most difficult in our minds. Western Slope is down a bit this year. The Dragons rolled through it a year ago without a loss and could easily repeat that feat this year. Now they have four games left before Christmas. They play Ridgeway and Plateau Valley this week, then Hotchkiss and Dolores next week, so we see them at 6-0 going into the new decade. Evangelical Christian, they won the consolation crown a year ago, coming off a 21-win season, lost just four games, including a 59-49 loss to Haxton in the first round of the state tournament. They responded by beating Prairie and Kid Carson by a combined 37 points and took home some hardware there to Colorado Springs. ton of folks back for the Eagles, but the key returnee is Jason Holt. He's averaging 22 points and nearly five steals a game so far this year. He also led the team with 53 pointers and earned a selection on the All-State second team. Overall, the Eagles returned five of their next six top scorers from a year ago, list including Sam Mode at nine points a game and Jonah Aragon and Judah Alexander at right around six apiece. Aragon and Alexander also pulled down a combined 13 rebounds. This is a good club, but they may be hurt in RPI by their schedule. Didn't affect them last year as they went 2-1, and one, as we mentioned, at the state tournament. Eagles already 2-0. and oh. They meet a good Cotopaxi club in the first round of their own tournament. That game comes up on Friday. Brixdale Falcons, anytime you face the defending state champs into overtime, you must be a state championship contender, and that's the case for Brixdale. We feel the Falcons are the best team in the North Central League right now. Could get a push from the likes of Pete's Prairie and Fleming, but the Falcons probably have the most returning talent, and they could see Prairie on Saturday in a tournament game on the Mustangs home court and that will give us an indication of their league strength. They also go to Fleming for a league game here quickly on the 20th. Now some of the names to watch for Briggsdale, Wyatt Patton, Ty Dill, Luke Lambertson, Braden Kreis and Malik Carlson all averaged at least 8 points a game through the first week but Patton leads the way 21 points and 10 boards a game. Dill also at a double-double at 14 and 12. Lambertson also there at 10 and 13. Three Falcons at double-double on averages. Probably 
probably won't stay that way throughout the year, but if there is one that could have a chance to do that, probably Patton. He went for 18 points and seven rebounds last season. Sangre to Cristo T-Birds also made our initial list. They're 3-0. They lost a ton of talent from a team that made it all the way to the state finals last year, but with Kroll Christensen back in the lineup, they are a strong challenger. He's a returning first-team All-Stater and led the T-Birds last week as they won their own tournament championship. Cole, a very good point guard with great speed. He'll push tempo against any opponent. He can also knock down the three. Another key returnee, Kevin Enriquez. We look for his numbers of five points and three rebounds a game to increase dramatically this season. Now for the T-Birds to make another state championship push, others will have to step up and we could add freshman Leighton Curtis and Craig Ford to that list. We expect them to see plenty of time as the season goes along. Sangre has a tough rivalry game with nearby Sargent this week, then closes December with Primero on the 20th. Could see some challenges after the break against the likes of Del Nord, Cotopaxi, and Kim Branson, but again, we don't see many losses in their immediate future. Kid Carson is yet to play this year, but they get tested out of the gate against Lyman on Thursday. It's the first of three games this weekend for the Cats. They also meet Wiley on Friday and Idelia on Saturday. Lyman, though the most difficult, both teams enter that game in the top five of their respective class, and the Badgers will have already played two games this year. Well, again, that's the opener for Kid Carson. Wildcats won 16 games last year, lost in the consolation final, as we mentioned, to ECA. They did all that success without much height, and they faced that same challenge again this year. They typically go as far as their outside shooting carries them. They made 178 three-pointers a year ago, and their top four shooters in that realm return. Braden Bogenhagen made 59, Sullivan Farmer 45, Jade McCombs Farmer 29 and Cordell Farmer 16. McCombs Farmer though the key he has great speed and a great handle at the point guard spot. He led the team with nearly 13 points a game last year second in rebounding with over six a contest. He was named to the All-State second team as a junior. Split the Walsh Eagles in the group as a serious contender. They return their top four scorers from a team that reached the state uh, bracket a year ago. They went 0-2 in Pueblo but the losses to Marino and Kit Carson were by a combined six points. They outlasted Chiraw in overtime in the regional finals to qualify, so they are much more battle-tested this year compared to the same point a year ago. Ryan McCall is back. He averaged 11 points a game a year ago. He's joined by Dylan Rehnquist at 11 points and six boards a game. A couple of other key returnees include Brendan Hodges and Coy McDonald. They each scored almost seven points a game as juniors. Now, Walsh has played a game this year. They opened the season by beating Stanton County, Kansas. That's part of the border war this week. Next week, they'll be one of the favorites for the Lamar Holiday Tournament title. Holly's won that championship five straight years, but the Eagles, along with Kit Carson, could make it difficult for them to extend that run. We'll see. It's always a great event. Marino is in our group at the top. They opened the season by beating Akron and Haxton by 22 points apiece and an excellent start, and they have a good test with Simla coming up on Saturday. Hurts them record-wise, but it is a boost in the RPI as the Rams compete in the 2 way lower plat. They'll have league games against the likes of defending 2A state champ Yuma and top 10 member Ray. No easy outs in that conference again this year, but again, it could help them come postseason. Now, they lost leading scorer Nathan Bont to graduation, but most of the remaining key players returned for another run. They are dealing with some injuries from football here early on, and that could impact their early season record. Top returning scores are Cade Conger and Tanner Hutt. They averaged between 8 and 9 points a game, respectively, a year ago. 
So that's, again, our top seven as far as the state championship contenders are concerned in 1A boys. Some of the other teams we will keep an eye on throughout the season, Pete's and Prairie out of the North Central, Springfield from the Southeast. They have a nice group of juniors. Kim Branson has a nice nucleus back from a team that won 12 games a year ago. Sherrall won 18 games a year, year ago but did lose some key players. Cotopaxi's our pick for the second-best team out of the Southern Peaks Conference. Uh, they could challenge St. Grady Cristo for that tile. Have a very good player in Chance Gulliford, big kid that can shoot the three. Always difficult to tell from the 52-80 conference, but Mile High Academy, they've already spent some time in the top 10 this year. Bellevue Christian returned 17-point-a-game score at Logan Owen, so they look to improve. Genoa Hugo could make a push out of the Union Pacific. They won 14 games a year ago and returned the likes of Wyatt Miller, Colby Simmons, and Levi Miller. Stratton Liberty also won 11 games last year, and they have returning uh, their leading scorer, Jarrett Lichty, back on the floor. So that's kind of a recap and a preview of the top teams in one boys. Our update is presented by Napa Auto Parts and Bank of Colorado. We'll take a look at two-way and their top clubs next. Napa Just in time for the holidays, select Craftsman tools are now available at Napa. Celebrate with a Craftsman 20-volt cordless impact wrench kit for just $149.99. It's the perfect gift for everyone in your list, even you. So get great savings on select Craftsman tools, now available at your local Napa store. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 12-31-19. What makes Colorado home? It's backyards with mountain views. And the ones that help you enjoy them. It's close-knit communities. And the ones that make new neighbors into close friends. It's the homes we make. And the ones that live within them. Colorado is a state unlike any other. And we're the local bank with mortgage solutions that help you call it home. Bank of Colorado. There's only one. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Let's get back to the rundown in Class 2A, boys, and we believe right now we have four teams with a legitimate shot to win the state championship, so a thinner group than what we have in the 1A division. We have to start with the two-time defending state champs and, of course, the Yuma Indians. They won the title by beating Highland last year and also Tom Crowley County a couple of years ago, and they go into this season without leading scorer and rebounder Jake Chrisman. He had a big 6-7 frame, and it was a difficult guard for every opponent the last two seasons, so his absence is is a big one. Cupboard, though, not bare for the Indians. They return a good duo in Chase McCreeth and Cody Robinson. Both were second-team All-State selections, and Robinson made the honors as a freshman. He averaged 11 points a game and five rebounds in his first year. Those numbers should increase, and the same for McCreeth. He totaled nine points and five boards while kind of playing second option to Chrisman inside. He will be the first option in the paint this year. Another top returnee is Jonathan Rascon. He averaged seven points and nearly two steals a game last year. Now the Indians open the season with a good top 10 win over Ray 49-40. to Could see the Eagles again this week. Both teams are taking part in that Goodland-Kansas topside classic. They're on the same side of the bracket so they can only meet on Friday in either the semifinals or the consolation round. But to do so they have to have the same result on Thursday. Both teams have to win or both teams have to lose to see a pairing on Friday. Highland Huskies already out of the gate at 4-0. As we mentioned they finished second a year ago 
could easily see a rematch in the state finals with Yuma. Huskies poised for another strong year. They finished 25-2 and overall with a loss to Frontier Academy very early, and then that set back to Yuma in the state finals. Could match up with Chrisman on the inside. He finished with 17 points and 15 rebounds. Now, the Huskies also lost their inside presence. Kobe Anderson graduated, but almost everyone else is back, and it's a high-scoring bunch. They've played four games already this year and totaled at least 80 in three of them. Guard tandem of Tate and Jay Spasir is back. Both excellent ball handlers, shooters, and defenders. They love the up-tempo game. Inside, Anderson is gone, but we look for more production from the likes of Holden Morgan and Bone, uh, Bowen Tully. Uh, junior Jesse Vasa will also get more minutes. This is still a very good ball club. Their up-tempo style on both ends is difficult to prep for throughout the season. We have them favored again to win the Mile High Championship and again a strong contender for the 2A title. Fowler is the third-place team from a year ago. They also return a nice nucleus from that bunch. Success last year will help them this year, as will the run to the eight-man state football championship game a couple of weeks ago. Experience in tight games will be a boost come March. Val Leon, Gabe Proctor, Jonathan Mobley, top three returnees. They scored 18, 17, and 12 points respectively in the season opening win over Rye last week, and that came about five days after they finished up football. Leon, a very strong candidate for player of the year as he earned first-team All-State honors last year as a sophomore, and Mobley stands right at about 6'6", so that gives the Grizzlies some size that many teams, maybe other than Mancos and Lyman, can't match up with overall. Grizzlies battled Holly for the Santa Fe crown last year, ended up topping them in the third-place game at the state tournament. Holly lost many key players from that group, so Fowler, uh, Fowler in our mind, favored to land the conference championship, and again, it could be an easier run than what they experienced a year ago. Lyman Badgers, even though they were surprised at home last week by a very good Ignacio club. We still expect them to make a strong push in the postseason. They have a great mix of size and shooting and experience with youth, so that's a good combination. Badgers have at least 8 to 10 players that can see significant minutes, and what that does is that creates uh, intense practices as the players look to gain more playing time in actual games. There is size underneath, but Lyman gets a good share of their production from the perimeter, and this year they return Camden Smithberg and Corey Taha there. They were the two leading scorers from a state tournament team last year. Both are excellent shooters, and this year they've added another to the mix in sophomore Brady Rockwell. Now the inside is led by 6'5 senior Logan Marks, 6'6 junior Alex Carr, and 6'5 junior John Yaklich. And that trio plus a few others gives the Badgers a very good rotation in the paint. Now they take on Kit Carson this week, then have an interesting visit to the Fowler tournament next week. They'll line up against the Grizzlies in round one of that event. Now we again believe those are the top four teams overall and if we had to pick a state champion here in December it would come from that group. The next four behind them in our minds are Mancos, Ray, Denver, Christian, and Ignacio. Let's start with Mancos. The Blue Jays won 17 games a year ago and earned a trip to the state tournament. They lost to Hawley and Lyman in the first two rounds. It was an excellent experience and should help them in another tournament push this year. They, along with Ignacio, should battle for that San Juan championship. Brothers Caden and Showalter are the keys. Caden, a senior, averaged 16.8 rebounds as a junior, has 
has the ability to score both on the inside and the perimeter. Show played a lot of point guard as a freshman, but at 6'3", he also has good size. He averaged 12 points and 5 rebounds a game a year ago. Blue Jays also returned Christian Kova at 5 points a game and a pair of sophomores in Evan Sainert and Chase Moore. They each scored about 3 points a night a year ago. Staying in that conference, let's look at the Ignacio Bobcats. They're a regular visitor to the state tournament, but they won just 10 games a year ago and were eliminated in the district tournament, so we're guessing they'll play with a chip on their shoulder this year. They've already posted a great win. As we mentioned, they beat Lyman last Saturday to grab the championship at the Lyman Invitational. It's still a young club there in the southwest corner of the state, and a win like that should give them a ton of confidence. A lot of kids see action for the Bobcats. Again, they like to push tempo and get quick open shots. They moved to 3-0 this week by beating Dolores 49-22. Again, a good club again for Coach Chris Valdez. Ray Eagles made huge strides last year, came within a whisker of reaching the state tournament, falling to Lyman in overtime in the regional finals on the road. Most of their roster is back, and they're looking to build on that success. They opened up by beating Perkins County, Nebraska 86-45, then fell to Yuma 49-40 on the road the next night. And again, we could see the two-time champs again this weekend against Ray, and uh, they, of course, will play again in the lower Platte League after Christmas. Ray has a very good trio in senior Justin Picar and junior Sam Uemura and junior Arambula. Early on, the Eagles have gotten help from sophomores Jaden Dodsworth and Bryant Schoenthal. But like Kid Carson in 1A, Eagles really don't have a lot of size, so they'll rely on quickness, shooting, and defense to do most of their damage. It worked to get them to the regional finals a year ago. Could see them pushing Yuma for the lower plat championship. And again, we have them as a strong contender for the final eight in Loveland. Our final team in our top eight is Denver Christian, the Thunder, probably the second best team behind Highland in the Mile High, opened with a solid 61 to 50 win over 3A Colorado Academy last week. They see additional bigger schools at the Glenwood tournament uh, this weekend. It opens up on Thursday, and they start with 4A Glenwood Springs in their opener. Faith Christian Alamosa and Coleridge from 3A also in that bracket, along with another 4A school in Montrose. So again, the Thunder get tested here very early on. They won 17 games a year ago and made the state tournament. Lost to eventual champ Yuma in the first round and then Byers on day two. Both were just nine-point spread, so they're closing the gap on the best teams in two-way. Now the Thunder lost their top two scores to graduation, but they have a new face to uh, notice. Sophomore Ben Bueller, he exploded for 29 points in a win over Colorado Academy. Junior Ethan Liebert added a dozen. Senior Zach Johnson scored eight, and junior Henry Vandenberg six in that win. Elsewhere around the state in the Southern Peak, Sanford and Del Norte, they've been the top clubs recently, but both lost a lot to graduation. We'll get a look at both those teams at the Lahana Tournament coming up on Saturday. Center actually has the most returnees in that league, but they won just seven games a year ago. Santa Fe, we mentioned Fowler, but Holly always plays solid defense. They're going to be a tough out. They've won over 100 games over the past five years and a couple of state titles. They returned Brigden Parker. He scored 14 a night last year, but for the Wildcats, to make a solid push. They need several new faces to step up. Western Slope, as we mentioned in our 1A section, we really don't see a top team from out there. Meeker, uh, usually a challenger, but they lost a good score to a football injury. Plateau Valley's top returning, not playing this year to concentrate on baseball, where he will play in college. So again, kind of a mixed bag right now. Don't have a good feel on the top teams on the Western Slope. In the Union Pacific, buyers should always be in the mix, but they are 0-2 out of the gate. Black 
Force, Peyton, and Dolores, where to each have a good group coming back. We can see them moving past Simla to battle for the championship there. Dolores, where to probably returns the most. They get their top two and three of their top four scores back. Peyton also has a good sophomore class that saw quite a bit of time as freshman. So there you go, our top teams in 1A and 2A. Boys, obviously it's very early here in December, just in our second week. Plenty of basketball yet to play, and we'll get a better feel for which teams could advance and which teams could push for a state title as we move into late January and into early February. We, of course, will follow all the action for you on our website at coloradopreps.com. We also hope to soon have an announcement for some radio coverage in basketball, uh, but again, can't make that official just yet. Thanks for joining us for our first Colorado Preps cast of the basketball season. I'm Kevin Schaefer.